0: And now we return to Jimmy Allen. While making a check flight with Speed Robertson, they discover a strange airplane parked in a lonely field a few miles from the airport. Thinking the crew might have had a forced landing and needed help, Jimmy and Speed land and taxi up to the powerful cabin plane. To their utter amazement, they discover the occupants to be the gangsters Biffer and Ace. A strange man with a Biffer shouts a warning, and the two leap into the cabin with Ace and take off. Speed attempts to stop them as Jimmy rushes to his rescue.
1: Stop them, Jimmy. Stop them. Oh, gosh, it's too late, Speed. They're halfway down the field. Hey, look, they're taking off. There they go. Off the ground. Yeah, it's too late. Hey, what happened, Speed? Are you hurt?
0: No, nah, I'm not hurt. That bird just gave me a shove and I stumbled over backwards. Hell,
1: now, can you beat that? Was that Ace or the Piffer flying that ship? I didn't get a very good look at him.
0: Well, they both can fly, but I think Ace was at the controls. I'd know his tough mug anyplace. What in the world
1: is this all about, Speed? Hey, shall we climb in our ship and follow them? Look, they made a turn to the southwest.
0: Ah, there wouldn't be a chance. That's an awfully fast ship. It'd be like a turtle trying to catch a greyhound. That plane of theirs is a good hundred miles an hour faster than our training job. Yeah, that's right. Gee, they're almost out of sight now. Yeah, we'd just be wasting gas. Well, Jimmy, this whole business has me dizzy. What in thunder are those guys doing on this field with an ex-army ship?
1: Well, they're up to some crooked work. I'd bank on that. Yeah,
0: there's no doubt about it. If it was only up and up, they wouldn't be around. But
1: why did they land here? And who was that other fella? Well, your guess is as good as mine. I give up. Oh, gosh. First we see Ace flying that transport on the Linville Field. Then he's down in the Ozarks with that gang of bandits.
0: Yeah, then we run into him helping Moto escape. Well, that was a little over a week ago, and then he's parked out here flying an AT-11. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm certain of one thing. What's that, speed? Whatever the answer is, it'll be bad. Yeah, that's for sure. Wherever you find Ace, trouble's just around the corner. Yeah, around the wingtip. Did they say why they landed here? Sure, that fellow with Ace sputtered out some kind of an answer. I believe he said they were having trouble with one of their instruments. <laughs> that's good. I suppose they forgot to wind up their altimeter or something. Do you suppose
1: they really did have some trouble?
0: Yeah, the only trouble they had was getting off after we landed. They just couldn't get away quick enough. Who was the other fellow with Ace and Biffer? Search me. I don't believe I ever saw him before. Biffer called him Sam or something. But say, you know, that's funny. What? He said my face looked familiar. Thought he'd seen me somewhere before. Can't you remember ever having seen him? No, he was a complete stranger. I usually don't forget faces, but I can't place that bird. Why would they be down in this field? Well, let's look around here. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. We're about ten miles north of town, are we? Yeah, and about
1: a mile west of the highway.
0: Well, oh, that doesn't make much sense. There isn't a farmhouse or shack of any kind around here. Just a great big open field. Yeah, but it isn't so open at that. There are trees on three sides of it. Yeah, you're right there. And say, kid, when we circled this place before landing, I believe I noticed a trail leading out to the main highway. Uh, down, down along there, you see. That's
1: right. I believe it connects up with that dirt road about a quarter of a mile from here.
0: Yeah, and that dirt road runs right into the main highway. Do you suppose they were going to meet someone here? I think that's very possible. In fact, it's about the only reason I can figure out for using a place of this kind.
1: Yeah, but you'd think they'd land near the main highway then.
0: Oh, no, Jim. Oh, no. That's exactly what they wouldn't do. You land a ship as big as an AT-11 anywhere near the highway, it's bound to be noticed. Cars would stop and wonder what had happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Now, if that's the case, they pick a field far enough away from the highway so it can't be noticed, and also away from any farmhouse so they won't be bothered. And
1: then whoever they're meeting drives out here... And waits for the ship to land, huh? Sure, that's not hard to dope out. Did you notice anything peculiar about that ship's speed? Well, I can't say that I did. In fact, I hardly
0: had time to get a good look at anything. And when Biffer walked out of that cabin door, I was dumbfounded. You know, the
1: ship was licensed. I noticed
0: the numbers on the wing. Did you remember that license number by any chance? Oh, no, I didn't. Did you? Ah, uh, we're a couple of saps. If we had the license number, it'd be easy to trace through the aeronautics branch in Washington. We sure passed up a chance there, all right.
1: I'd like to know what the racket is. So would I. You know, that gang sure must have a lot of power. About ten days ago, we find Ace flying a transport. And now we catch him flying one of these fast AT-11s. Yeah, both very expensive ships. I wonder where
0: they keep all this equipment.
1: Yeah, that's another thing, all right. An airplane isn't so easy to hide.
0: Well, we know how they did it down the Ozarks. They probably have some scheme equally as clever at their new headquarters.
1: I guess there's no doubt about that, all right.
0: Well, what do you think we ought to do? Well, the only thing I know of right now is to fly back to the field and report the matter to government agents. I believe Russell is still working on the case down south. Tell you what, I'll talk to his assistant about it.
1: You know, we at least learned this speed, that they have a blue and white AT-11, and that they could watch this field.
0: I'm afraid that's too late. I doubt if they'd come back to this particular spot and run the risk of being caught. If they should come back for any reason at all, they'd undoubtedly pick a new place to land. Well, let's get back to the airport. Yeah, I guess there's no use hanging around here any longer. No, I think not. Okay, climb in. Let's be off. Right with you, Steve. All right, go ahead, Jim. You take her off and land her. I think the practice is going to be very good for you. You need a few more landings. Oh, thanks.
1: Okay. All set. Here we go.
0: Now, you're almost under shot, kid. You didn't allow for that headwind blowing today. Hey, that sure makes a difference, doesn't it? Ordinarily, I'd set her down in the middle of the field. Yeah, you bet it makes a difference. You see, with a strong wind blowing, you don't glide so far. All right, now. Now watch yourself. Nose up. Now back on that stick.
1: There. How was that landing? Ah, They don't do any
0: better in a movie, son. Okay, taxi, you're up to the line.
1: Say, Speed, I was just wondering. You think I'm ready to take my CAA pilot's test yet? I
0: think so. You better arrange for that with the department inspectors. And say, in the meantime, practice a little more on your approaches and landings.
1: Okay. Hey, that looks like Dick Croft here on the line. Gee, I want to see him, too.
0: Okay, you have a talk with Dick, and I'll run along and report this business about Ace and Biffer to the government office. Well,
1: hi there, Jimmy. Hello, Mr. Robertson. Hi there, Dick.
0: Now, Jimmy, let's say nothing about this matter today, and I'll let you know if anything new turns up. We'll see you all later. Goodbye,
1: boys. So long, Speed. Goodbye, Mr. Robertson. Hey, I thought you left the country, Dick. I haven't seen you down here for a long time. Well, I just haven't been able to make it down here. Well, how goes your flying, Jimmy? Oh, wait a minute. I'll tell you all about it. I'll cut the switches and get out of this cockpit. I hear you're getting to be an old hardened pilot, Jimmy, with lots of solo time and everything. (sighs) Oh, no, you're wrong both times, Dick. I'm not hardened yet. And you can't call 18 years of age old. But I'm sure having lots of fun, believe you me. Boy, this is the greatest sport in the world. And Speed is sure a swell instructor, too. Gee, I don't know how I ever got along with that shorty mason. Hey, I'm going to put in for my license right soon. That's great, Jimmy, but I'm not surprised. I knew you'd turn out to be a swell pilot. Why, everyone knew that. Oh, now, wait a minute. Easy on the bouquets now, Dick. Speed just got through telling me that I've reached a stage where all students think they're the best in the world. He sure knocked down my stock. Ah, there's no danger of you getting a big head. Well, I'm not worried about that. You have to have something to crow about first. But say, Dick, what about your flying? How how are you getting along with it? Well, you see, I... Well, Jimmy, I'm not flying anymore. I've decided to give it up. Oh, come on, Dick. You shouldn't feel that way about it. You just had some tough luck in getting started, that's all. I know how it is. (laughs) It wasn't easy at all when Mike Jones and Shorty were at the school. But that's all changed now. That new manager seems to be a pretty nice guy. And Curry's a very good instructor. Oh, come on, Dick. Gee, we all get discouraged. But you don't understand. You see... Look, there are days when I know I'm the worst student in the world. Everything I do seems to be wrong. And the harder I try, the worse my flying becomes. Flash Lewis says all students go through that, though. Oh, gee, Dick. Think of the good times we can have together when we're both doing solo work. Why, we can do some cross-country together, too. And you know, Dick, maybe... Maybe we can go together and buy a ship. Is that a swell idea or not? Sure it's swell. It's, well, it's just wonderful. But no, Jim, you see, I'm down here at the field now looking around. Well, I'm looking around for a job. Well, that's a good idea. And if you get a job, you can take your air work early in the morning and late in the afternoon. No, I'm not going to take any flying time. Oh, shucks, Dick. Just because some fellas take more duel than others doesn't mean they won't make good pilots. In fact, Speed says that a lot of duel is a mighty good thing. Some of the greatest pilots in the world took a little time to get started. Uh, Jim, I'm not discouraged about my flying. Well, I'd go on with it in a second if I could. But you see, well, I just can't afford it. There's Mother and Barbara to think about. Oh, gee, Dick, I'm sorry. I, Well, I I just didn't realize, I guess. Of course, I didn't think of that part of it. I should have known that you wouldn't be discouraged. I'm pretty dumb, I guess. Well, well, I'm sure sorry. Oh, that's all right. You see, Jimmy, Mother's always had an income from some bonds and things. And then, of course, when Dad was able, he helped a little. And, well, Barbara and I have just never had to think about money. It's always been there. and Well, we've been lucky. But now with Dad being laid up and all, there's practically no income at all, so I'm going to work. Oh, gee, that's all right. I sure know how that is. And, say, that's a great idea, Dick, to get a job down here on the field. Hey, maybe you can go on with your flying after all. Work it out some way or another. No, I'll forget about the flying part of it, but I would like to get a job down here. Well... Where will you work? Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You used to work down here and know the field pretty well. I thought you might give me some ideas. Well, sure I can. Now, let's see, there are... Of few... course, I haven't had much training. That's the trouble. I'm no mechanic and don't know anything about radio, and after all, you should be a specialist of some kind or other. Sure, but all these good mechanics and expert radio men had a start in. remember that. They sure didn't know much about it at the beginning. Well, that's just the way I figure. And I'm sure crazy about the aviation business. Has a wonderful future to air transportation... I'd like to start at the bottom and learn the business from the ground up. Well, I'd scrub off planes and sweep out the hangars, do anything you want me to do. I don't expect much money at first, but it'll help Mother and Barb out. Oh, we'll work this out some way or another. But, gee, what I'd like to do, Dick, is to see you get a job and keep on with your flying, too. But, but Don't think I wouldn't, but I'm afraid that's asking too much. Oh, I don't know, Dick. Mother always told me to hitch my wagon to a store, and you know, nothing's impossible. Oh, gee, Jimmy, you sure made me feel better. I was pretty low when I came down here. Oh, say, you have nothing to be sad about. You have a swell mother and a sister, and you're young and healthy. I know, Jim, I shouldn't feel this way, but I did want to keep on with my flying. Oh, I don't mind, though. I could only get a job on the field. Say, Dick, I know what we'll do. I have a swell idea.
0: Can Jimmy help Dick Croft out of his difficulties? And will speed throw any light on the strange appearance of Biffer and the Air Banded Ace? For the answer, tune in on the next exciting episode of the Air Adventures of Jimmy E. Allen.